Guys, Northern Beaches has gone bananas the last two years through COVID, people with a sea change and a tree change, change in life. And we wanted to talk about some of the landmarks and history of the beaches that's been going on for how many years, Jess? Hundreds. Hundreds. Thousands. <laughs> Thousands. Stay tuned. See ya. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. I'm excited about this. This is something we, uh, we live and breathe in Northern Beaches as there's 200,000 people on the Northern Beaches. There's 250,000-ish and there's about 100,000 homes that we don't know a lot about our heritage and our history and you've got some facts today. Yeah, I thought it was a good time, especially with um, Anzac Day being this week. A lot of people have spent this week looking back to the past, and I'm a bit of a history nerd. So I did some extra research in the Northern Beaches because I thought and I knew nothing. So I thought it was good to do some research and then share where we are and history about where we live every day. And it makes me feel a bit sometimes silly because you lived in the area for 40, 45 years, born and bred, uh, you know, 50, 60 years, born and bred, and you just don't know about stuff in the area. So let's talk about it. Sure. So it's actually um, very interesting. I've got some stuff on Aboriginal history as well. Before we get there, um, when the first fleet came to Australia, they actually discovered the northern, well, discovered the northern beaches in the first couple of weeks. Um, they travelled up here, had a look around, but it was just a rural area, so no one actually lived here. They'd come here actually for holidays. For a few hundred years, it was a holiday location that people would go to because it was too far away and they couldn't get here and it was really difficult to get to. So nothing's changed. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. I guess, so the transport back then, boats were, boats were hard and um, that was about it. Yeah. So it, um, it was actually funny. They... They had it as a place that it would be like a, a getaway. You'd come up to the beaches as recreation to enjoy the beaches away from the city where everyone was, um, all the hustle and bustle was happening. Um, yep. And today it's kind of a similar vibe, although it's bigger and a lot of people live here. For a lot of people, they come up here for a holiday away from the city, which I thought was quite interesting. Absolutely. And I think particularly the last couple of years, people have found they can blend it even better with not having to go to the CBD. Um, so that's really helped with prices and people sort of thought, who cares about transport, which is the first time. Normally we're always like, screw the transport, but now everyone's going, who cares now? Um, what else about the beaches? Um, so actually just with the linking thing, the um, pivotal moment for the beaches that started more people to move this way was the building of Spit Bridge. I've got some things about it. Why don't I put my notes? Sorry, there's a lot of numbers. Um, so the Spit Bridge, the lift was built in 1949, but it was built twice before that as a wooden bridge. And um, this was when it was Mossman Council and Manly Council. Manly paid the whole thing with tolls. Mossman Council did not contribute at all. Um, but after that, it really changed the beaches and it made it so much more accessible for people. Um, and that was a big pivotal moment. I've got some photos actually of it being constructed. If you think about it, if you didn't have that bridge, you would have had to go all the way around, which was huge. And yeah, especially 
it's literally double the length to go through that North Bridge way. But actually, yeah. North Bridge didn't even have a bridge. Didn't? Oh, it wouldn't have either. So you would have yeah. had to go even through maybe Chatswood Way or around through there. It would have been, yeah, or on a boat, if you're lucky enough to have a boat. So yeah. this is the bridge when it's under construction. Um, and what's also funny that talks about history repeating itself, the New South Wales government have promised twice, it was 2003 and 2007, that they would widen the bridge because of um, delays and difficulty getting across, and it still hasn't happened. So <laughs> hundreds of years later, the same thing's going on. Unbelievable. Hopefully that tunnel's going to help. So Hopefully. look at that. So that was the original one, was it? Can you zoom up on that? Can you do control plus? This is before the lift. So this is 1932, what the bridge looked like, the wooden bridge. Sorry, that's as much as it's going to make me zoom. 90 years ago. Yeah, 1932. That's crazy. Crazy. Um, one of the cool things as well that I think if you have moved to the beaches, that's a good place to go to. Um, in the Karingai National Park as well, we do have a... Um, strong Aboriginal history, unfortunately, on the beaches um, because of disease when colonisation happened. There's a very small population of Aboriginal people left, but there's a lot of, um, you can actually do all these different Aboriginal history walks, which I didn't know about. So you, there's all these different walks that you can do to look at the art and um, artefacts that are left behind. Yeah, wow. Pretty cool. And yeah, I had no idea and it's on our doorstep. You know what? What a great thing to do with your kids. Um, yeah. There's 20, 30 places there by the looks of it. Just take your kids there every weekend, do a different walk. Yeah, it's really great. And I think often you think that you have to go to the Northern Territory to see things like this, but it's around the corner, which is pretty cool. That is so cool. One of the other fun <laughs> things. Um, sorry, Mark? Good thing to do. Yeah. Go check it out, read up the history. One of the other fun things, I don't know if you've done it. Have you been to Manly Quarantine Station? Yes. <laughs> Did you do the ghost tour? Yes. Yeah. The, the 18 plus one or the other one? 18 plus. Oh, my gosh. I want to do it the sleepover. It is wicked. It is yeah. wicked. What is that? Is that your family? Oh, it looks <laughs> that can be mum. Um, this is the one of the quarantine uh, ships at the quarantine station. Um, so for anyone that doesn't know, Manly Quarantine Station was used for ships coming after travelling long distances to Australia and the ships would be held, people would get off the ship and be held at quarantine station just in case they had infectious disease um, before they came into the general community. So there was lots of people that died um there so now they do ghost tours as they also do history tours and different things i know we went twice for school and i've done a couple of the ghost tours but it's a good place to go to understand kind of the history different problems that people had in the northern beaches only 100 years ago can't remember when it stops sounds so archaic doesn't it but i guess if you were really really sick at sea the first that the, the first I guess they didn't want to take you into the into the city, so you spread the disease with everyone. They took you to the um to the quarantine station. To I think in most parts, most people would have passed, would have died. 
because it spread the disease as well. So if you weren't sick, but you were around sick people, you were all quarantining together. Um, but it was actually used until 1984. Wow. Which you don't really think, you think of it as something from 1900, but from 1984, which is crazy. There was actually um, also one ship where 50 people died en route and then another 60 died when they got to the quarantine station. So that's just one ship. So you can imagine the history and the amount of people that passed through and different things that happened there. And not something they'd proudly advertise either. So it's probably a huge number. Sad. Yeah, very sad. But it's also um, a good place to go if you're a history, if you like to learn about, um, if you're a history nerd like me, it's an interesting place to go, although it is a sad history. Unbelievable. What else we got? Um, another one. Have you been here before? Was that? So this is Bantry Bay. Um, we so dad, dad took me out on the boat, and we drove. We went around here to go fishing, and we saw all these little houses, and we thought, what on earth are they? Because it's all sectioned off. You can't get in. Um, you can only get there by water. And there were some people having parties and things. But it's actually a former explosives bay. Um, yeah, and you can't go on there because of explosives contamination that's still in the buildings. No. So it, what sort of contamination would that be? That would That sounds really weird. They housed all bombs there. Around the coastline, there's lots of different... You'll see, if you catch, like, Manly Ferry, you can see different spots where there were former military bases or missile, like, where they kept missiles and things. And this was one of them. And because, I don't know, they haven't been able to confirm that all of the explosive residue is out, so you're not allowed to go there just in case one of them accidentally goes off. And so people, if people don't know, like this is the northern beaches of Sydney. It sounds like you're in Hiroshima or something. This is incredible. Where is exactly Bantry Bay? Um, it's near like French's Forest, Roseville area. So yep. we launched the boat from Roseville and this is about five minutes boat drive. That's just incredible, isn't it, for people to know for people? Yeah. Under our nose, under our nose. What else we got? Um, another one I thought was interesting is, where is it? I might just look up a photo of it. So St. Pat's Cathedral in Manly. Yep. Cathedral. So um, I'm sure, as a lot of people know, Australia started as a colony of people. Ooh, sorry. Um, started as a colony of people from the UK that had been um, exiled for petty crime a lot of the time because there was an overpopulation. So people would steal a loaf of bread and then they'd been sent to Australia. Um, and a lot of people that were sent were Irish, Scottish, um, or Catholic people. So St. Pat's was built by a man named, what's his name? Um, William Davis. He was one of these, the Irish Catholic people that had been sent to, exiled to Australia. And he built this church as the first, or it's the longest standing Catholic church in Sydney. Um, but what's kind of funny is that once all the other Irish people started moving to Australia, they all migrated around the rocks. So that's why they built St Mary's, because this one was too far away. 
Wow. So that's the oldest Catholic church in Sydney. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It's now, um, uh, it's ICMS, so the like a TAFE college uni place for prof- young professionals. Um, and it's beautiful, but that's how it started as a first Catholic church. That's wicked. What yeah. a site. What a beautiful site as well. And I think they did a, they did a residential development around as well, the 40 odd houses. Oh, really? Yeah, pretty incredible site. So, what a lot of people don't know is there is a massive vein of uh, leased land that goes all the way up through into Seaforth. So, there's a lot of leasehold that count, that um, the Catholic Church holds in Manly. That's a bit of history. Um, and they've just been renewing the leases over the last 10 or 20, 30 odd years because they were nice long leases, but they all expired. Um, so before they expired, they started doing all these renewals. Wow. Yeah. I just I found it so funny, though, that they picked a location and the Northern Beach is, again, too far away. So they built it in the um, – they built another church in the city. Had a little laugh at that. Yeah. yeah. So tell me, um, any other surprises on the beach? Um, oh, I have some photos of Manly Fun Pier. I'm sure for a lot of people that's not really a surprise, but I wasn't around when it was here. So Manly Wharf used to be a um, kind of like amusement park place, and um, then they changed it to the wharf we know now. But it's very interesting seeing the photos of what it used to look like compared to today. Like, look at this. Can you double-click that? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to make it bigger for you. Wow. Look at that. What? That's the headstone. Crazy. So around the 1920s, they started to build it up. The wharf got bigger bigger and bigger. But it was the man-based Yeah, it's just, it's, um, and that's it, in the 60s and today. But it's interesting looking at it and then linking it to what was going on in the world at the time. Like, this is well before World War One. After the war, like, we're about to enter into the Depression during World War Two. For the buses. Yeah. What's funny as well, do you notice double-decker buses? They left and came back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they left and came back a couple of times. Mm. And there was such a novelty when they came back this time. Everyone my age went, oh, my God, I get to ride on a t- double-decker bus. It's like we're in the UK. So it's kind of funny how things are recycling. <laughs> yep. yep. Repeats itself. Yeah. So there's some fun mm-hmm. bit of history trivia, local history. Yeah, beaches trivia. Mm. Um, and you know, well, what a place it is today. We should all be really, really proud of it. And um, it's still evolving, I think, even if this potential tunnel is uh, is coming and all, the, all this stuff's happening in the area, it just keeps evolving, keeps evolving, keeps evolving. Yeah. It's, um, I think it's good sometimes to look. I know at um, Kirribilli Market, there's a stall and they have all these photos back to 1860, I think. Um, so yep. you can look and see, and it's a great thing to be able to see how much the area has developed and how much has changed. I, Yeah, I think everyone should know. 
massive. And um, and yeah, you know, if you think about it, so when did when did we first start settling into the beaches? Um, it was the first settlement in Manly in eighteen twenty, and then in Palm Beach eighteen thirty two. So it's two hundred years. Wow! Imagine, imagine the next. Imagine the next two. What we're going to see. But it's a, yeah. you know, it's, it's a phenomenal area, and I think some significant changes um, and good for capital growth. I think like the tunnel um, that they want to be building uh, does yeah. make a big change in circulation in all the beaches. Uh, Definitely. But um, no, it's definitely a, it's, it's got some beautiful history to it. But you know what? Most of Sydney does it. But still, compared to most places in the world, it's still very modern. Very. It's only two hundred. You know, a lot of most people go back way, way back. So that's no, yeah. incredible. And we have awesome. Oh, awesome morning. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, what are Thank you, Legend, and uh, we'll speak soon. Sorry, I'm not I'm not in my normal location today. So I'm not my natural self. <laughs> all good. All good. All right. Take all care. Right. See, See ya. Bye bye. Bye.